0: CHAPTER ONE. My eyes opened wide as the sound of gushing oxygen woke me. At first I couldn't see all that well. After a few seconds they focused, and the gushing sound stopped suddenly. An LED board flashed in front of my face. A heads-up panel stated that the pod I was in was leaking air. Only twenty percent remained in the cabin. If I didn't open the door to the pod soon, I'd run out of air. And once the air ran out— then I'd be a goner. But you didn't need me to tell you that, and I didn't need to think twice about what I did next. The pod was a tight fit, not leaving much wriggle room inside. After all, it was designed to house one man or woman for stasis hypersleep. You didn't need much room when you were away with the cosmic fairies. There was no tossing and turning in hypersleep, so the pods weren't designed with movement being a priority. As far as priorities go— Movement was on the lowest end of the scale. That and durability, which would make what I did next possible. I balled both my fists up, raised them over the LED board in front of me, and pushed all my weight into the pod door, double-punching my way out of the pod. After three attempts, I actually managed to smash my way out of the capsule, tumbling onto the floor. I landed hard on the metal grating. The diagonal slats scored uncomfortable marks on my face. As I lay there shivering and naked, I heard the sound of more pod doors being smashed open. I tried to see what was happening, but I just couldn't manage to open my eyes again. After a few more seconds of hugging the metal floor, I heard a thud. I opened my eyes and saw Second Commander Jess lying on the grates next to me. She was also cold, and naked, but I guess she looked better for it. "'especially given the fact that she was probably the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen. "'But that was beside the point. "'I wasn't there to look or touch. "'To be honest, I wasn't sure what I was there for. "'I didn't have any recollection of where I was, "'what I was supposed to be doing, or why I'd just woken up from stasis. "'God, it's cold!' I heard a voice say. "'Slowly getting up, I steadied myself against one of the hyper-cylinders.' The things that were supposed to supply us with oxygen whilst in stasis. But seeing that I saw my entire crew sprawled out on the floor, naked as the day they came into existence, with their pod doors smashed open, I thought that the hypercylinders must have failed on the journey we were taking. But where we were going, or why we were going there, was a mystery. It seemed as if I was suffering from some minor amnesia. "'Darn!' I heard somebody say again. It was a familiar voice, a voice that belonged to my gunner, Dale Dykstra, a big brutish man that had more muscles than I had brain cells, and I consider myself a smart person, so, all in all, he's a pretty big dude. What in the stars is going on? I heard another voice say. That voice belonged to my medic, Raj Habish. He was the resident doctor. He had more brain cells than I had... Brain cells. You get the picture. "'Smart guy. Really smart guy.' "'I don't know. Where are we?' Second Commander Jess asked as she got herself off the floor and stood with the rest of us. "'We were all naked, but none of the others seemed to notice or care. Maybe I was the only one that had noticed we were all in the buff. Maybe they were only focusing on my nakedness, but either way, I didn't like the fact that I was naked. "'Don't know if you can tell?' but nakedness for me is a big no-no, probably has something to do with my small, "'What the hell is this, Captain Flynn?' Dale Dykstra asked as he looked around in confusion. I could see that he was just as lost as I was, but being the captain, I wasn't about to tell my crew that I had no idea what was going on. "'How the heck did we get here? Last thing I remember, I was sitting down at my bunk back at Sector Omega, and the next thing I'm here.' "'Something doesn't make sense,' second Commander Jess said as she looked me up and down. "'I returned the favor. She didn't appreciate it. But hell, if I was going to be embarrassed in front of my crew, then why the hell not spread it around?' "'Look, we all need to relax. Everything is going to be just fine,' I said, momentarily looking around at our surroundings.' The hypersleep room, or dream room, as it was affectionately known to my crew, was dark and dingy. It didn't hold much of anything other than the pods—